Hello, my name is Anne Birch, and I'd like to welcome you to this first series of 10-minute podcasts called Stress to Strength, where I talk to inspirational women who found a way to be successful and happy with what they do, despite the stresses and challenges along the way. They're not superwomen, they're just like you and me, and I hope that you will find their stories as inspirational and encouraging as I do. Details of all the contributors and resources mentioned will be in the notes accompanying this podcast series on my website. Jazz, welcome to Stress to Strength. As a broadcaster with Radio Solihull, I'm delighted that you've agreed to collaborate with me on this podcast series. But that does involve me turning the tables on you by asking the questions. And I'd like to start by giving a short introduction about you and what you've achieved, which is set out in the book called I Am A Woman Who. In your chapter, you write about how early on in your career, you found your passion for working in media. But along the way, you trained to be a teacher, set up the Education Awards to recognise teachers for all the hard work they do. And you talk about your commitment to being a role model for women in leadership. And when I read the stories of you and fellow contributors in the book, I'm struck by the similarity, where there's often a pivotal moment which changes everything, often a disaster or an unexpected event, and it reminds me of a quote by James Joyce, that mistakes are the portals of discovery. So I wanted to ask you, what mistake or mishap led you to a portal of discovery? Hi, Anne. Wow, gosh. Um, I'm actually um, well known for making mistakes, um, to be totally <laughs> honest with you. I have made many. Um, gosh, I, I don't think there was any one moment as such, but one thing that's certain for me is um, I've done many roles in my life and I always felt there was something more I should be doing or there's something more I, I, I can offer. And even when I trained, I mean, I worked in industry prior um, in PR and marketing in London and I, I literally trained to become a teacher when I came back to Birmingham and again you know my parents were very much like you're not going to London why are you going to London for? why are you going to go and work in media who's going to marry you afterwards being Indian this is a thing and I remember I trained as a teacher and that was very acceptable as a lecturer actually it was very acceptable in especially the um the culture that I grew up in um and I guess the one big mistake in answer to your question is the fact that I actually never followed my dreams I actually followed other people's dreams or other people's versions of what they thought was right for me so for me it was very much a um what can I say it was very much for me to I realised actually very late on that, no, I'm going to start living life for myself and doing things for myself. And it was actually very late on. It's when I got married and my husband kept saying, well, make yourself happy. You don't you don't need to make me happy. <sighs> and, it, you know, unless you're happy in life, you can't make anyone else happy. So one of the mistakes, I guess, that drove me to do what I did, what I'm doing now is I, I, the mistake was I just never followed my dreams. I never really kind of gave myself time. So I guess in answer to that, that's it. And very wise husband you have, oh, yes. <laughs> encouraging you to follow what's important and your, your dreams. And thank goodness he did encourage you to do that, otherwise you might not be sat here now. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. My second question in all of these podcasts is going to be offered as a fact. Mm. So my fact to you, Jazz, is that only 24% of 
people heard, read about or seen in the news are women. Even worse, only 4% of the news stories clearly challenge stereotypes. And that was cited in in a project uh, 2015, uh, Women in Leadership. And I just wonder, what are your thoughts and what do you think about that? Well, that's shocking, isn't it? It Mm. really, really is shocking that women are so underrepresented in these areas. Now, if you think about traditionally with media especially, um, it wasn't a woman's place to be on the radio or on the TV as a broadcast journalist. Women just weren't there. It was a bit of a man's world. Mm. Um, And I I guess for myself, trying to break out, and that's all I ever wanted to do, was to be in in media. I wanted to work on radio because I have a face for radio. Um, It wasn't seen as a traditional subject or a traditional job to go into because it was very much a women unknown to sort of look after the homes you know yeah. we're homemakers why are you going on on the radio why are you going to be going to become a journalist for example and start presenting on tv that's not known and if you really look at it traditionally it is a man's world even till today it's very unrepresented and i think it's harder for women to break the mold because we're kind of put into this little box and expected to stay in it. And I think we need to make more of a noise and especially the different cultures out there that are unrepresented really do need to come out and actually go for it because everyone's got stories, everyone's got a way or a style of of reporting. And it's a great, you know, if you look at it now, if you look at the world, it's not made up of one type of person. We're very different and everybody's different and we, we're just not represented enough. And women, we do need to go out and, and, and literally break that glass ceiling and say, we are here. We know what we're doing. And guess what? We can do what we're doing and run a family. How amazing are we? <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Jasmine. It's, it's, it is interesting, isn't it, that um, in what you're saying, of course, even for those high profile female presenters, uh, you know, we will all have heard the stories of the pay disparity Absolutely. that goes alongside that. Well, without mentioning names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, My next question, though, is one I often ask my coaching clients, mm. and it reveals a truth that's possibly been a while, around for a while. So given your portal of discovery, what do you now know that you will find out in six months? And what does that mean you will do today? <laughs> Right. So I'll be totally honest. Uh, You've stumped me. (laughs) It's a very hard question, this, but a very good question. I think I might use this question myself. Um, What I know now that I, oh gosh. So I know now, especially with everything that's happened with COVID, with lockdown, actually, I know now that um, I need to start taking time out for myself, which is not something that I do as often. Um, But also as well, I know that I'm a very resilient person. My business has taken a massive hit because it's in the event industry. And obviously that was one of the first industries to be affected with COVID-19 and lockdown. And I've realized actually, rather than stress and worry about it, which you still can't help but do, don't let it take over. Try to just enjoy whatever moments there are, the bad times, the good times, the whatever times you want to call, the mediocre times, the in-between times. Enjoy every moment because that moment you're not going to, you won't be getting it back. So the worst moments of your life, really, they're not there. It's not permanent. Tomorrow is another day. 
we will work on it and get through whatever the issue or problem is. So I've realised actually I'm a lot more resilient and I, I guess that's because I'm taking a lot more time out. Mm-hmm. Um, I've started reading a lot more, which I love doing and, and making time for myself where it's not I'm a mummy, I'm a wife, I'm a journalist or whatever you want to call it or I'm not a CEO of a business. I, it's my time to do whatever I want to do and I think it's very important. So that's one thing I have realised. Thank you. My last question, and one that, um, uh, again, I've asked everyone, is on bad days when everything's going wrong, I will often return to a favourite piece of music or a piece of writing or a quote for inspiration. I'm just wondering, what inspires you on the days when everything seems to be going wrong? (laughs) Gosh, there's lots of things that inspire me. I'm, I'm a people person, really. I literally, I love talking to different people every day, which is probably why I do what I do. Um, but if I'm going to be very honest, I, my inspiration is my family. You know, my son, my husband. Um, and overnight, I am that mom that goes in and looks at his sleeping little face. <laughs> So many different, you know, you go in, you see their faces and and that's the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. And that's the reason why I'm, you know, literally so charged to want to make a difference in life or or to work harder so that we can have that time together. And my real inspiration is my husband. He listens to me. He, you know, we make that time where we have those conversations and the best times are the times where we've got a nice glass of vino and we're listening to music. Clearly, thank you for sharing your story and your wisdom with me today. And thank you, listeners, for signing up to the Stress to Strength podcast. All the details of how you can contact my guests are in the accompanying notes on my website, www.afbcoachingandconsultancy.co.uk. If you've liked what you've heard, rate and review us with your preferred provider, and then come back next time. (laughs) 